All right, welcome back, guys. This is the Dynasty Startup Mock Draft Part 2. We have the first six rounds completed. And before we do a little recap on our teams, please make sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We are at the iTest Pod on YouTube. And please give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We would really appreciate that as well. It's the iTest Fantasy Football Podcast. So, John, would you like to recap your first six picks? Yeah, sure. I'll do my first six picks. Over here, we got Trevor Lawrence as my QB1, Brees Hall as my RB1, CJ Stroud, the rookie, is going to be my super flex option. And I have the option to go back and forth between him and Will Levis. Are they going to be definite starters? I think so. They'll both be definite starters. But, you know, some quarterbacks adjust differently than others. So I'll be able to go back and forth with my super flex option with CJ and Will Levis. I got Najee as my RB2. So I'm going to have running backs and quarterbacks forever. I will not be trading any of them unless they are complete busts. But then I probably still won't trade them because no one will want them. And then Terry McLaurin is my one and only wide receiver. We're going to be focusing on wide receiver for the next couple of rounds. I think I'm going to go wide receiver heavy. And then hopefully I can sneak a tight end in there somewhere. And Paul, your team, looking pretty good, dude. Looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, John, I think your team, you have built yourself a very steady and secure ship for many years to come with all that youthful talent on your roster. And I took a little bit of a different approach. I have a very, how do I put this? I have a very mixed team right now. So I have just one quarterback in Josh Allen, who's my first pick. Then I got Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Ramondre Stevenson, Nick Chubb, and DJ Moore to round out my pick. So I do have two running backs. I do have two receivers and I have my tight end. So I technically have my full starting roster pretty much solidified here besides the flex and the super flex. But that leaves me with the question again, this is a super flex league. I might be playing a bunch of God hopefuls in my super flex at quarterback and looking at it, it looks like Kirk cousins is definitely the safe option. I think he is. And John, correct me if I'm wrong. He's what a 15 point floor. 18 point ceiling <laughs> yeah. yeah he's got a couple low 20s that seems to be his ceiling but yeah he does have a high floor so he would probably be the safest pick but again he's 34 years old something that i am just uh, i want to hit a home run i want to hit a home run so i don't want to do that so what i'm going to do here is instead i'm going to take the guy below him and that's kenny pickett nice so now I do have a little youth in my team. I was drafting pretty much best available talent, not really paying attention to their age. But I'm pretty happy here with Kenny Pickett in the seventh round. I think he could be a franchise quarterback. I think he played well down the stretch for Pittsburgh. I am not mad right now. Now if Kenny Pickett comes out and sucks and Pittsburgh makes a move next year in the draft to get another quarterback, then I'm screwed here. But – you got to take shots when they come. For sure. And it looks like Kirk Cousins was taken in the seventh round. That makes sense. I was so close to getting Dallas Goddard as my seventh pick. I would have gone him if he was available come my pick. But he got taken. Anthony Richardson, I'm not sure if he's going to be a starter next year, but I am a fan of Anthony Richardson. And then that's pretty much where I draw my line in terms of 2023 rookie quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Anthony Richardson would be the last 
quarterback that I would that I would be interested in getting more for the future, not for 2023. But I don't need to focus on quarterbacks right now. I have three. What I need to focus on is wide receivers. And I'm loving Brandon Ayuk and D-Hop here. I'm also liking Deontay Johnson, getting him in the seventh round. He's young. He had no touchdowns last year. He is one of my favorite players at a discount right now in terms of dynasty. However, I do think that I can get him in the eighth round. And I'll be honest, if D-Hop is available in the eighth round, I'm going to go with him too. Oh, and it looks like two rookie wide receivers were taken this round too, and Quinton Johnson at the 7.5, and then Jordan Addison, 7.6. So back-to-back rookie wide receivers in the seventh oh. round. Yep, and again, this is where I start to get weary of rookie wide receivers too. So pretty much if you're high on a rookie in a dynasty startup, you either want to get them. If, if you're high on them, you want to be getting them in the first like four rounds, and then you probably don't want to be reaching for rookie positional players until you get more towards the later rounds, meaning that you want those rookie positional players to be on your bench rather than your starting lineup. So I don't have a full starting lineup yet. Obviously I need a wide receiver tight end. So I'm going to go ahead and get Brandon Ayuk here because I do think that he could be the wide receiver one on the 49ers next year. And if he's not the wide receiver one on the Niners next year, then certainly the year after that. So I like the future and Brandon Ayuk. He had he definitely has passed the eye test for me. Let's go ahead and take a look at his stats. He's 24 years old. Last year, he didn't score lower than 11 points in the second half of the season. In fact, yeah. he didn't score less than 10 points the whole entire season. So he doesn't have that super high ceiling. But I do believe if he continues to play with a steady quarterback, that Brandon Ayuk, and and of course, if Debo Samuel's out of the picture, then I like Brandon Ayuk here. Yeah, Um, Ayuk is one of the few people I've ever seen get himself out of the Shanahan doghouse. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And then I'm I'm looking at Amari Cooper, too. He's a little bit older, so I am going to pass on him. But having a full offseason with Deshaun Watson does sound nice. But I, I am going to go Brandon Ayuk here, and that would be really cool if I could get D-Hop, and I totally can't. So D-Hop got taken immediately after. Aaron Jones and Rashad White back-to-back for Team oh. 12. Not a fan of that round for Team 12. <laughs> that was a bad round. I love Rashad White. I know you do, but there's just – I mean, look at the other running backs that you could get. Isaiah Pacheco I like more than Rashad White. I like Miles Sanders more than Rashad White. And then that's probably it. Maybe James Cook. but uh, Yeah, but Amari Cooper's there that you mentioned before. I heard him and Deshaun were spotted at the uh, Lucky Fingers massage parlor together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chemistry is building this offseason for sure. <laughs> for sure. I, I am thinking of getting Amari Cooper here. 28 for a wide receiver is not that bad. And I'm pretty sure Cooper has stayed healthy a lot of these years. Cooper's like always hobbled, but he always plays. Yeah, and he's had he he tends to float in this seven touchdown range. You don't see seasons where he's not a touchdown threat like some other wide receivers, like Deontay Johnson. I mean, that could very well be a theme now for that Steelers offense because of the resurgence of Najee Harris as being into the offense, and Kenny Pickett likes to run the ball. They got Pat Freermuth to throw the ball to. So it could be a theme with Deontay Johnson. Of course, I do think that he's going to score more touchdowns than last year. That's not that hard to 
predict and get right. You know what? I am going to do it. I am going to go Amari Cooper here just because he has been a proven wide receiver and he'll have a whole offseason with Deshaun Watson, who I'm pretty high on for next year as well. Yeah, I like that. And then after Cooper, we have Alvin Kamara, James Cook, Miles Sanders, Michael Mayer, the rookie tight end of Notre Dame, who I love this year. Dalton Schultz, Isaiah Pacheco. I feel like that's low, but... Oh, and then Calvin Ridley. God, that's who I wanted. Really? Yes. I was I was licking my chops for Calvin Ridley to be my flex. But what can you do? So now it's my turn again here in the eighth round. And again, I'm going to keep it simple, stupid. I'm going to take the best available. And for reasons that John already mentioned, I believe that is Deontay Johnson. I do also get a little bit of a JV stack here. With Kenny Pickett, Deontay Johnson, 26 years old, wide receiver one, a full year with Kenny Pickett. It's pretty easy for me. All right. And Jahan Dotson and Zach Chardonnay. <laughs> Zach Shab, whatever his name is, the rookie. You got it. Chardonnay. Oh, I, I, I like said Chardonnay. I'm pretty high on him. That That's yeah. probably where I cut it in terms of rookie running backs is Chardonnay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was just making a stupid joke calling him Chardonnay. Isn't that like a – don't rappers like Chardonnay? Sparkling wine. No, that's Charlemagne. (laughs) I'm sorry, Charlemagne the God. Please don't hate me for that. Uh, All right, man. So, honestly, John, right now I'm just building my bench depth. I have my entire starting roster from Superflex up built. So, right now I am in full best available or – future building mode and because i have this giant gap now until the next time i pick i am going to take a flyer and that flyer is that old miss running back zach evans i really like his highlight tape i really like the way he runs the ball i like his style he's going to be my potential corner piece maybe if he blows up i think it would be really really good so i'm gonna lock in zach evans here we got a lot of rookies getting drafted this round. Josh Downs, I believe, is his name. Yeah, Josh yeah. Downs, Sean Tucker. Nothing crazy this round. David Montgomery going at 9.9. That would have been a nice pick to have for me at 9.10. But uh, what can we do? I am absolutely loving Tyler Algier here. Give me him. Showed some flashes last year on an offense that does not throw the ball that much. I would say he passes the eye test for me, and I'm looking forward to see what he does next year. Zeke Elliott going 10.2. Yeah, no. That sucks. Uh, Okay. All right. Tank Bigsby looks good. We need to get a tight end here, although look who we still have on the board. I mean, some names I really like. Darren Waller, Cole Komet, Njoku even, although I have Ari Cooper, so I'm not a big fan of that. Evan Ingram. Um, I know. Exactly. I'm loving And I would have a stack with Trevor Lawrence, too. I don't know if will he make it back to me. Probably not. There's a chance that Evan Ingram could make it back. Does everyone have tight ends? No one. There's after, a lot of orange on the board. No one after nine. Everyone has a tight end except for 10, 11, and 12. So I'm going to take the risk and try and get Evan Ingram in the 11th round. Let's see if it pays off. 
So yeah. I just went I for six, seven, and eight. I went three wide receivers. I got my Tyler Algier at the nine point ten. So I'm gonna go ahead and get rookie Tank Bigsby here. Sick name. It's a sick name, and that's why he's on my team. Until he gets drafted by a, a team where I have a better vision of him, then I'll make my opinion on if he belongs on my team or not. <laughs> there you go. Oh, John, I did not expect people to take backup tight ends. Oh, man, that kills me. Darren Waller and Cole Komet both went as backups for that teams. That was me. unexpected. They heard me. The AI bots heard me. The AI bots, they did, man. They're always, always listening. All right, so after you took Tank, Darren Waller, Rashad Bateman, who I love, not just because I'm a homer, Gabe Davis, what's his, De- Devin Akane, Devin Akane, mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert, James Conner. James Conner went pretty late. Yeah, he's getting old. Yeah, and he's just beat up all the time. Cole commit. All right, so now we're really left with some slim pickings here. And, John, this is not just because you discussed it. I'm just looking at this board, and honestly, actually, no, I'm going to pivot because I just found this name, and I know he could retire today. But (laughs) – if he doesn't, if he plays another two years, if he even just plays for me this year, this is completely and utterly worth it. I'm going Aaron Rodgers here. Yeah, smart pick. I mean, if Kenny Pickett just doesn't turn out the way that you plan, you have Aaron Rodgers to throw in there for another year. Yep. And honestly, I can, I'll probably end up starting like week one. I'll probably start Aaron Rodgers over Kenny just to see what Kenny can do. Mm hmm. And feeling pretty good about that. And then after him, Kendra Miller and Antonio Gibson went. So now it's my turn again. John, I could do it to you. I honestly would love to grab Evan Ingram here. <laughs> I would love to grab Evan Ingram here. But Dude, Travis, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. I know. And, and Travis Kelsey, it's not like, God, knock on wood. He doesn't get injured that often. No. So I'm just going to work on building depth here with who I think is the best available. And I'm going to take 30-year-old Tyler Lockett here. Yeah, I, th- I had a feeling you were going to do that. That's nice. Oh, Evan Engram gets taken. Oh, man, I didn't even do it to you. That but really he got sucked. taken after Dulcich and Njoku. Yeah, Bro. that's just a little crazy. That's a little crazy. So I'm going to go ahead and get young quarterback Brock Purdy here. Wow. Never have that's my cap. Four quarterbacks on a dynasty team. I have plenty of room to work with. I have trade bait for those teams that don't have quarterbacks that need a quarterback. I'm gonna go with Brock Purdy here. Gino Oldie got picked. That's more of a win now move. And again, you can tell from my team. I'm not necessarily in a win now mode, but I do have young studs that I could find myself with with a talented team for years to come here. Mm-hmm. I do think I need some more win-now players. But again, I, I just don't have a tight end, and it seems like I'm going to have to be stuck with Dawson Knox here. So I'm going to do it because if I don't get Dawson Knox, then there's a bunch of tight ends here that just aren't going to be starting this year. Dawson Knox is a starter on a high-powered offense. I got to do it. I'm not proud of it, but I, I had my eyes on a tight end in the early rounds, and I couldn't get him. That was Dallas Goddard, and I had my eyes on a t- 
tight end in the later rounds, which was Evan Ingram, and I couldn't do that either. So I just got to chalk up the tight end and utilize my draft capital for the future years to try and get one if Dawson Knox does not perform. But he showed a couple flashes towards the end of the season last year. Yep. And pause. My dog's barking at something. Okay. We'll play your little treat game later, okay? Sorry. You're fine, dude. She's just been bored all day. Stop. No. Lay down. You know the coolest thing about dogs, though? What's that? Is they have no idea what object permanence is. What's permanence? Object permanence. Oh, okay. So they have no idea. So, like, I just hit her ball. Uh Uh-huh. And because she doesn't understand that if thing, like, how do I... Mm. Like, if it's not visible, it's not there? If it's not visible, it's not there. So because she can't see it, she'll forget about it in 30 seconds, and she'll be... <laughs> she'll be fine. All right, ready? Yeah, we got two rounds left. Perfect. So yeah, Dawson Knox there, I know he is one of your favorites, so... No surprise. I know you would rather have a few names ahead of him, but still not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. Then after him, we got Elijah Moore, Chris Brown. No, I'm just kidding. Chase Brown, (laughs) Cortland Sutton, Sky Moore, Cedric Tillman, Romeo Dubs, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Any of those guys stand out to you? Cortland Sutton going that lake stands out to me a little bit, but. Yeah, I mean, you you got a Super Bowl flash with Sky Moore, but you can't just go off of playoff flashes because we've seen that with Gabe Davis, who is definitely not going to get drafted on your team. Absolutely Um, not. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say probably Donovan Peoples-Jones. He seemed to have a couple flashes last year, but nothing too crazy. He is a wide receiver, too. Deshaun Watson was favoring him towards the second half of the – or once Deshaun Watson came in. But I think that is going to change and go towards Amari Cooper. So, no, to answer your question, nothing really stands out for me in the in the 12th round here. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, there's not much left here either. So I'm going to take – this isn't a great pick. I'm not even super happy of it. But it could work out, so who knows. I'm going to grab Jordan Love here. Okay, yeah. Handcuff for Aaron Rodgers. Nice. And I have a handcuff for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I have another young quarterback who could, you know, if Kenny Pickett doesn't work out, maybe Jordan Love does. So I do feel a lot better about my team now, especially the quarterback position, not taking a second one until the seventh round. Feeling pretty good there. So then after him, we got Michael Thomas and Marvin Mims off the board. Two receivers. Michael Thomas and Old Washed Up has been. And Marvin Mims with hopeful expectations for success in the NFL. All right. So it's my turn again here. And this is actually kind of easy for me. He did show a little bit of flashes when he was on the field. He's a young receiver in a Brian Dable offense. So I'm going to give him the shot here in the 13th round. That's Wandale Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. A couple games. Double-digit games, just two. But, you know, year three is when you really start to see if a wide receiver is going to be breakout or 
not. So in the last round, the 13th round, Josh Palmer going in the 13th, that's kind of nice because he was showing flashes last year when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were injured. He was connecting with Herbert. I do think that the Chargers offense is going to look different next year, so I'm not sure if Josh Palmer is going to fit in that scheme. I actually think Dalton Schultz could make his way over to the Chargers because he is a free agent, and they certainly need a tight end that can stay healthy. Eli Mitchell, speaking of staying healthy, he does the exact opposite. He got taken at the 13.7. So I'm stuck with a bunch of quarterbacks that I don't really trust. I think I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers here just because my wide receiver room is pretty empty. I only have three. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get Jacoby Myers to round out my draft. Now keep in mind for dynasty startups, you're probably going to have a roster of like 25 people. So we obviously don't want to do that now because it's just going to be a bunch of nobodies that could grow into somebodies. But we felt like 13 rounds is where you draw the line at relative players. So that does it for our first way too early dynasty startup mock draft. I think that went pretty well. We'll certainly do a lot more as we get closer to the NFL draft and the mock draft season for fantasy season. I'll recap my whole team here. I went with Trevor Lawrence as my quarter one, Brees Hall, in round two, and then C.J. Stroud as a second quarterback. He'll be in my super flex spot, and I'll be able to pair him up with Will Levis and Brock Purdy throughout the whole year. I'm pretty happy with my quarterback room. One is older than the age of 25, and I'm pretty happy with that. My running backs are also young. Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Tyler Algier, those will probably be my starting running backs throughout the year. Probably won't be seeing me starting Tank Bigsby at all, but I just got him as insurance policy, I guess, if you will. And then my wide receivers, I would not say that they're old. I would not say that they're young, but they're in what you can call their prime set of years. That's Terry McLaurin, Brandon Ayuk, Amari Cooper, and Jacoby Myers. Obviously, I'm not huge on Jacoby Myers, but he is probably, as of now, the wide receiver one on the Patriots. And then Brandon Ayuk, not a wide receiver one, but could be. Terry McLaurin and Amari Cooper are the wide receiver ones, so I'm pretty happy with that. And I have one lonely tight end in Dawson Knox, but if this were a real startup draft, I would probably end it with like a couple rookie tight ends in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, overall, John, I think your team is pretty well balanced. You got some proven vets on there, some proven stars. And you also took some pretty big shots with Stroud and Levis there. Mm-hmm. I think from a dynasty standpoint, this is it's a very well built team. And then before we go into mine, just look at team nine. Team okay. nine went complete young hype train. It was Justin Fields with their first pick, Ken Walker, ETN, Drake London, Christian Watson, Kittle, who's proven, and then Anthony Richardson. So six of their seven first picks are like 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, God, if that team, if all those guys hit, wow, look out for Team 9 for many years to come. Yeah. But moving on to my team real quick, I had the second pick, so it was pretty easy for me. Josh Allen was still there. It was a no-brainer. I got my quarterback for many, many, many years. And then I went with a different approach. I went with more of a win-now perspective. So I took Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Ramondre Stevenson, Nick Chubb, DJ Moore, 
And then I needed a quarterback. I did take some young talent in Kenny Pickett, Deontay Johnson, Zach Evans, the rookie out of Ole Miss, the running back. Aaron Rodgers is actually low-key my favorite pick here in the 10th round. Mm. I could potentially have a QB1 as my super flex playing at an MVP level, hopefully. Hopefully. Tyler Lockett, Jordan Love is a handcuff in case Aaron Rodgers decides to host Jeopardy on me. And then Wandale Robinson finishes out the squad. Yeah. And so that wraps up our way too early dynasty startup mock draft. John, do you have any closing thoughts as my dog tries to throw her ball in my face? No, I would just say, guys, go ahead. If you like this video, comment who you think had the best team between me and Paul. Of course, we love to make this a competition. Mm -hmm. And then go ahead and press that subscribe button. You can like the video too, and that way you can get notified when we come out with new content like this. We've got a couple more YouTube episodes coming out in the next couple days, like another buy, sell, hold, like we put out yesterday, which was... Tuesday of this week. And then we'll also do rookie rankings, dynasty rankings for positions. We got a whole bunch planned for you guys and we will get you situated for the 2023 season. It is never too early to start. Never too early. And we'll take a screenshot of this and we'll put it on our Instagram or something. So you guys can see, can see everybody's team, but yeah, we appreciate it guys. Follow us, like us, subscribe on all of our social medias. And remember, the draft will be here before you know it all right see you later guys awesome thanks guys bye sadie bye <laughs> bye sadie <laughs>